and welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter, but we're a little bit biased. I am your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. More importantly, you can follow the show at HEFPOT on Twitter. You can email the show. That is Hey Eintracht Frankfurt at gmail.com we also have a facebook page where you can find the latest eintracht frankfurt news in the english language in addition to new episode drops and contests that is facebook.com slash hefpod don't like to do this show alone and with me today uh, a rather i would think joyous person considering the result at the weekend uh and when i say at the weekend I mean, on Saturday in that other competition we like to occasionally hint on. It's Nathan in St. Louis. Hello, buddy. Hey. Yeah. Um, yeah. The um, my liver's not taking the Stanley Cup playoffs very well already, but <laughs> um, that's part of it. That's part of the ride for me. So, how you doing? I hear your yeah. team uh, advanced We're as well. Doing too fine. We're both yeah. doing really fine. I mean, yeah. granted. The sheer fact that you guys were, what, uh, at the turn of the new year, uh, when your hockey team was considered basically, what, the cellar dweller at the time? Yeah. And then you guys... We were the last place team in in the NHL at that One point. One of four to ever now, make the playoffs. Yeah. Now, of granted, uh, all things being said, I, I don't... I, I, feel, I feel like I'm being a... Um, fair weather here because I didn't really watch this season. I, it's one of the first seasons I've never really, I never really took uh, time to watch hockey. So I'm just enjoying the playoffs for what they are. Uh, hopefully that the Blues can have some success. Indeed, and here's hoping that uh, our here's hoping my Avalanche do the same after ousting uh, the Calgary France Flames. Uh, I'm pretty sure that everyone is wondering, oh, dear God, when are you going to stop this hockey talk? All right, (laughs) we're going to stop it now because the sheer thought of a Blues versus Avalanche series in the middle of an Eintracht Frankfurt season, (laughs) wolf, that (laughs) will be its own segment. Oh, gosh, will it ever. But let's get to some of the results. First, since the last time that we podcasted, that was previewing the second leg of our match with Benfica. So let's get right to that, shall we? Hell yeah. Final, second leg, Eintracht Frankfurt. Zwei. Benfica. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a result. We needed exactly something like that at a yeah. bare minimum to come off. You know, when we were first talking about the knockout phase of the Europa League, because we heard that the Champions League was going to get uh, VAR, I kind of whinged a little bit, I will admit, when they avoided uh, giving that to the Europa League. They're not, a, I don't even think that they're going to do it for the final. And yet, mm-hmm. um, uh, I'm going to wholeheartedly admit, uh, <laughs> uh, Benfica caught that in the butt. Yeah, they. <laughs> that was a Kostic. Look, we were bombarding those guys. It was basically like the beaches of bloody Normandy, you know, just <laughs> right. of just hit, just barrage after barrage. It was, I mean, like any other medieval siege you've ever seen in like the TV show Rome or. Uh, 
Uh, what's the uh, gladiator? Well, that really wasn't so much as a bird. It's 300. <laughs> 300. There we go. All sorts of different battles that you have seen in movies where one team is just laying siege to another. And the Eintracht was doing that all match against Benfica. Granted, uh, they showed a little bit of spit and fire in the uh, initial minutes of the second half. Sure. But the Eintracht took it to it. So, Philip Kostic. Um, this guy seems. Uh, when are we gonna buy him? Because this guy oh, keeps shit. on popping up in key moments. He keeps on playing every minute of every match. He's got this boy is gonna be exact exhausted by the end of the season. Here's hoping that Serbia uh, just looks at their remaining fixtures and just says, "Nah, you can uh, have the summer off, enjoy, recuperate, <laughs> and everything else." Because the boy is gonna be tired, just tuckered out. But what a warrior! Philip has been. Yeah, he and DaCosta, but yeah, he that was his moment to shine that game. Man alive, he was all over the place. Although that you there you I mean you could make the argument that, that I don't know if there was a person on the pitch, a player that had a bad bad match. Uh maybe Jovic, but not, you don't always get your chances. <laughs> Very true. Look, he had a I would say a quiet game. Considering yeah. the fact that he had been made a permanent signing uh, by the Eintracht, you would have thought that something else was going on. But the fact of the matter is, you know, he he was a good target man that drew a lot, a lot of attention to himself. And that, I think, mm-hmm. allowed the rest of the team to really shine. Kasinovic looked good. Fernandez looked good. Uh, yeah, trust me. That uh, <laughs> I have been very critical of that boy this year. Roda, exceptional. Kostic, Rebic, Costa. I yeah, mean, even the substitutions. If, yeah, like you said, Willems. Paciencia. Eh, I don't really know if we saw enough at all. Total and Willems. I mean, to kind of be able to make real hard judgment on those guys, considering they also the 86th and 91st minute. Mm-hmm. But Paciencia. Uh, looked really good, and it just everything told me that you know, and this was just in the fiftieth minute. Everything was pointing towards the Eintracht uh, poking another couple through. I did. I had hoped that we would uh, score a third just to kind of put it totally to rest because Benfica started really to try and dig themselves out, but. I mean, right. it just. But when was you have some too little, too late. When you have some guy number fourteen on your team on your team as a striker, I don't know what the hell are they thinking starting him in this match. Oh, Safarovic. <laughs> yeah. This this <clears throat> Valdstadion is his Achilles heel. What the fuck? Look at stats, man. Ugh. He was he like many other players did not have a good game. Uh, I'll give uh, one credit to um uh the captain of Benfica, one of their central defenders. Um, looking forward, uh, Yardil. He actually yeah. uh, him and Diaz kind of formed a good partnership in center and really held the Eintracht at bay for a good long while. Right, give plaudits to. Him for kind of really putting out a good game. Uh, Joao Felix, who torched us in the first leg, as people will 
not so fondly remember. Uh, mm-hmm. He was really kept quiet. I think that we underestimated him just a tiny bit. Granted, one of those was a penalty kick, and another was just a flipping worldy. Uh, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, we shut down the kid who is making them tick. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's hoping that they're able to hold on to that bright star because boy howdy uh, just from the like one you could tell that he was something special but the Eintracht yeah. came out I think buoyed so much by the absolutely phenomenal support that the team received from its fans I mean yeah, world class support the TIFO actions if you want to go to our Facebook page that's facebook.com slash H-E-F pod uh, we have a wonderful uh, video of the supporters uh, with all the TV displays, and you could just hear the absolute volume coming from the fans. It was a the whole match m- yeah. moment uh, to savor because there was not any one time that you know. Sometimes you'll have dead moments in matches where fans just on both sides not cheering, yeah, for whatever reason. But it did not happen here. Yeah. And then that post that that post match um, send off for the team. Ah, it was just nothing better. There's nothing better in 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 football than that to me. But <laughs> it was the the crowd singing along with the team. Ah, so good. Gives me goosebumps every time I watch it. <laughs> How many times have you watched it? Be honest. <laughs> Probably a dozen times. I don't know. <laughs> from uh, you know you see another person and uh on the t- on twitter or something post another view of it i'm like all right i haven't seen that view oh, yeah. watch <laughs> it again <laughs> you know oh the match can't get enough wonderful thing and the fact of the matter is uh moments like that are ones to savor and yet we have a little bit more to go um mm. the other leg uh because we will be going to london uh, to face town. off against Chelsea FC, uh, club from Western London, known uh, for some of the known for quite a few uh, good results over. Well, I would say the last fifteen to twenty years, they've been exceptionally successful mm-hmm. in that uh, pretty large hill to go up against. But hey, uh, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Uh, so first That's match true. will be on the second of May. Uh, that will be at home at the Waldstadion, the Komotspank Arena, and then we will travel away uh, one week later to face off against the club that is 114 years old at their stadium, which is about <laughs> to be shut down for a little bit due to renovations, called Stanford Bridge. A uh, mm-hmm. stadium that has actually been their home for quite a substantial amount of time. Uh, just saying. You know, uh, when you are a team that is able to say that your stadium has been your home since 1905, I think that's a place that should be very interesting for iDrive Frankfurt fans to attend. Uh, here's hoping that we have a larger ticket allotment, but I think that we're going to be capped at what I think I've seen 5,000, four and a half. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's, that's uh, enough. I mean, this is a team that, uh, uh, is not been exactly doing all the best in England this year. Uh, been playing yeah, of in the late. League the entire way. Uh, of late, they've actually been looking a little bit different. But hey, mm-hmm. they haven't faced a team like the Eintracht. Uh, they have two 
uh, for a lot of our English listening audience, uh, this team is well known for uh, packing their, quote, lineup full <laughs> of players and then loaning them out to all sorts of places. So, Torino. We've had it happen for us before. Vitesse. Yeah, and even to Eintracht in uh, recent years. Yes, exactly. Um, have even had some players who have been uh, Lucas Paison. Uh, yeah, Paison, yeah. Who's uh, in Italy at present time. Yep. Um, these guys Still on loan, I think, from Chelsea, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this former Eintracht player... Uh, in particular, had a world-class goal for Dontrecht, one of his yeah. two goals that he had, and has spent the last three seasons playing in the the second division of England, known as the Championship, and is currently in Serie A and has really done nothing. Uh, well, let's be honest. When you kind of pack up with that many... Oh, uh, Michael Hector... Uh, the former Eintracht player oh, right. as well. We also got from him, from uh, Chelsea. Some people might remember him for a uh, good number of fixtures. Uh, yeah. Still is one who, when uh, the Eintracht have been involved, uh, were in the DFA Pokal. Uh, he was one who was like posting and watching it with bated breath like everybody else. Yeah. <sighs> Do you remember that stoppage time winner he actually had against uh, Hertha Berlin? Yeah, I still hold a... Hold some fondness in my heart for Hector. He uh, he was one of the few that could speak English very well too. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit of uh, understatement. We would have been able point. to interview him. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he's uh, he he's like a middling talent now too. He's kind of floundering a little bit, right? But um, not a lot's been happening for him, uh, yeah. sadly. But uh, all the best to our former uh, team, yeah. former Eintracht players. Uh, here's hoping that they are able to uh, catapult themselves into the stratosphere and everything else. But uh, we can go a little bit more in depth with our next podcast on uh, yeah. the opposition of Chelsea because the Eintracht have been involved also in the this thing that's called the Bundesliga. I guess it's where a lot of teams earn their stripes. It's ah. pretty important. <laughs> yeah, uh, Eintracht went to the final Monday match of the season uh, to visit Wolfsburg. You know, it gave the team the most amount of time to possibly recover. And, well, let's be Wasn't honest. enough. Uh, yeah, it wasn't enough indeed. Um, so, uh, still some more squad rotation, but not enough in my eye. You know, you had the same back uh, line as you had uh, in the Europa League. Mm -hmm. uh, De Costa and Kostic are still playing in their roles. Roda started. Uh, Toro actually looked really good in his uh, return. Uh, he had a substitute appearance in the Europa League and now start here. And I think he's done really well in terms of that. Kasinovic played the entire time. You also had Jovic. Paciencia then granted uh, had the... Uh, uh, start and then was uh, subbed off for Toure, but mm -hmm. you know that substitution had already been accepted. The very moment that a certain American, John Brooks, uh, <sighs> scored the equalizer, so couldn't exactly undo that. Uh, uh, well, um, right. Let's be honest. In in regards to this, now the Eintracht looked good. Uh, Kind of in the middle of the park is where we dominated things, but it wasn't the world's best game. I mean, you had no. some uh, players that look. This is a 
interesting moment for Wolfsburg and the fact that the Wolfsburg is uh, a team in transition because Bruno Labadia, their present coach, is actually already been agreed that he will not be returning uh, to coach Wolfsburg for the next season. And so kind of awkward kind of moment as you're kind of trying to finish out the year, uh, kind of like Nagelsmann Hoffenheim, though I think that's a unique circumstance. He's really, really, really pushing for that team to, you know, uh, be in Europe next season. Uh, yeah. Leipzig obviously has Nagelsmann going there. Uh, Mujan Gladbach has told Dieter Hecking that he will not be coming back for next season. They've already announced who will be replacing him. Uh, Marco Rulza from uh, Salzburg, a coach who was on our radar, but, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of didn't pan out. Anyways, uh, not all... Look, this happened at the very death of the match, and it was really more kicking uh, kick the teeth than anything else, but you really couldn't fault the players for... Uh, after exerting so much physically and mentally and emotionally... In the second leg of the Europa League against Benfica, you have to think that, you know, okay, it would have been great if we'd be sitting in fourth place on 55 points, a four-point gap on Munchen Gladbach with four matches to play. You know, okay, you know, happens. Moving on. And uh, for me, I think there's nowhere else to look other than that. So... That being said, this is going to wrap up segment one of Hey, Untrack Frankfurt. Uh, we'll be back in a jiffy with segment two. And here we are, segment two of Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt, zooming through everything as we try to do every week covering the Eintracht. An uh, interesting note uh, with Eintracht moving on in the Europa League. Uh, we're actually, uh, so the last two match days of the Bundesliga are always played on the Saturday. So uh, match day 31 and the final penultimate match day, match day 34. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all played at the same time on Saturday, each and every, each one. So quite a lot to watch, especially if you have the uh, conference as it is called in Germany, or the uh, the Fox Soccer's uh, multicast, yeah. uh, where they'll then show all the matches kind of all happening at once. So it's a lovely... Uh, it's much better than the instant highlights that you can get from the Fox Soccer match pass. Well, it really is because, you know, you're, you've got nine matches that are having stuff <laughs> happen all at once, and it's kind of fun. Kind of like um, uh, in American television, you have your NFL Red Zone channel Mm -hmm. that you can use uh during uh nfl weekends sort of like that in terms of being able to show you so much that is going on all at once uh but match day 33 will actually be only showing eight matches at the same time as the eintracht will be playing on sunday versus mainz null fünf so the fans who are expecting that the eintracht would be uh, playing the very next Saturday. Nope, the the uh, DFL, the Deutsche Football Liga, uh, who govern who are the governing body who uh, orchestrate the Bundesliga and the Zweite Liga. Um, they ruled that uh, the Eintracht will be inst- will instead be playing 
uh, on the the normal time for the late Sunday kickoff on May the 12th, as opposed to the normal regular early, well, early first Bundesliga uh, match time on the 11th uh, to allow for Eintracht uh, a little bit more time to recover after Legwood, which considering the fact that it is at home, you know, um, yeah, it's not, it's really just the guys going home after the match, after an emotional time, and here's hoping that no one's uh, keeping them up late at night. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> fans, we know you love them, but uh, the very moment that it is all said and done, celebrate in the stadiums, but stewards, uh, make sure those guys go immediately to their cars and immediately home and immediately to bed. Mm-hmm. Just got, saying. We got some points to, to nab, so... Think think of the future. <laughs> exactly, because I want us to then return on May 9th uh, to the, uh, excuse me, uh, it's the second leg that's actually uh, before the uh, before the Mines game. So yeah, a little yeah. bit more time to recover for that. Excuse me. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> the legs uh, mixed up a little bit. But uh, for me, I think everyone is just going to be uh, pushing... Everyone's got to be looking at the Bayer Leverkusen match and just thinking, ah, crap, we probably are going to drop this one away, despite the fact that Leverkusen is just a Jekyll and Hyde sort of outfit. They'll play this attacking style, but the very moment you have someone who can attack right back, those guys concede. So, here is hoping that uh, when it does come that time, uh, that the Eintracht will just knock two in ex- instead of one like we get did <laughs> against Wolfsburg and uh that will be enough to kind of do that with right. uh with a kind of reserve lineup out there because hey something takes precedence here's hoping that <laughs> uh that Adi Hutter is at the same mind as me and I think you Nathan as well something's got to give <laughs> we we need these points right now. Right now. I would agree. Um, so we're we're playing Hertha at at Berlin, right? No, we're playing on the Commerzbank Arena. Oh, yeah. We're playing at huh. the Waldstadion against Hertha Berlin. <laughs> uh, trust me, uh, I was worried about the same thing, too. And then I looked at him and I'm like, oh, what do you know? We uh, are a little lucky. Uh, this go yeah. around. Uh, yeah. Unlike uh, Brahim this midweek, but you know, what are you going to do? Um, yeah. Looking at all the schedule uh, fixtures that are going to be affecting the Eintracht uh, surrounding in addition to our own match. So uh, matches to kind of keep an eye on uh, the early match on Sunday is between Hoffenheim and Wolfsburg. I got a funny feeling that Wolfsburg will not get lucky twice. Um, mm. <laughs> now, now it should be noted that Hoffenheim are still three points behind us, but at our heels. they have been freaking on a roll and it will be really hard to be able to hold off those guys unless we pick up results on our own. So tough mm-hmm. road ahead for the Eintracht in terms of that. Uh, then you have a two point gap between Hoffenheim with 50 points and Bayer Leverkusen on 48 who are in seventh place down girl. Uh, <laughs> Emmy, <laughs> the the golden making her appearance as per usual on Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, uh, <laughs> the mascot Mc- of the show, exactly the mascot indeed. Um, Emmy, 
I mean, you have made your opinions note at random, random moments of the day <laughs> and night on uh, Hey, I'm Track Frankfurt. What are you thinking about Hertha? Ow! Well, um, that was a nip in, my, that was practically a nip at my hand, so I think that's how she <laughs> feels about Hertha, who are in a little bit of a tailspin, so it does look like... Yeah, they are, aren't they? Uh, losing Pal, uh, getting rid of Paladadai. He doesn't seem to be all too bothered. It is a kind of weird position to be in, so this is going to be another match in a row that the Eintracht is facing against a team that has a coach who seems to be on his way out the door. So, a better opportunity to pick up the full three points, I cannot tell. Uh, Bruce Mooch and Gladbeck, in the meantime, is going to be facing off in the Topspiel against, dear God, this is hardly a Topspiel at all, uh, <laughs> Valve Bay Stuttgart, who recently fired their coach and are really stuck in the mud in 16th place. Um, this is kind of weekend that I don't think that the Eintracht can really no, we can't uh, afford to lose. By, and I think that the Eintracht really need to put out a firm starting 11, a top line starting 11, knowing that, hey, we need to get the job done here in the Bundesliga. Otherwise, our entire like work over the course of the season will just fall down because we, you know, five points that we could have picked up in our last two uh, Bundesliga matches would put us on 58 and we would be pretty yeah. much all considered, you know, qualified for the Europa League for next season and nearly to the Champions League qualification for next season. Yeah, can I mean, you even imagine <laughs> the Champions League money? Dwarf Look, at this point in the game, we have basically picked up like uh all we will have qualified for the kind of TV distribution and the kind of uh, prize money and everything that basically goes into a team who makes the uh, Champions League group phase and it has at least finished in third. If memory serves, the kind of money that the Eintracht has kind of earned so far, we would at least be a team mm -hmm. that would have been in the Champions League group phase and gotten into third, uh, with, which means that a couple of wins and a couple of draws uh, sprinkled in there in terms of extra prize money there. Then you get your prize money from the Europa League. That is us getting to the semifinals in the Europa League. So it's a tall order uh, that, that we have gotten in there so far. Yeah. And, you know, our participation in the uh, knockout phase, I mean, has been incrementally better and better. And... You know, it is a real tall order. There's a yeah, lot at stake, but the fact of the matter remains that, you know, if we did get knocked out, we'd still have matches to play in the Bundesliga that need to help us qualify for the Champions League because we yeah. want to hold on to this team, and it is a great team. we got to get top four. Yeah. No question about it. Yeah, the you can stare at those all these draws that we've had over the course of the season and understand how painful they are. But at least um, it, unlike seasons past, I mean, draws are painful, but they're not as painful as losses. So um, we can all uh, kind of sit here and talk about what could have been, but we got, we have stuff to look at going forward here. And at Herta is the, is the one staring right at us. And like you said, we can not, um, forego this and and drop it or draw to Hertha, especially where yeah like you said how they're tail spinning right now 
They drew against Hanover. For Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah. Not really anything to say about that. I mean, Pretty come sh- on. <laughs> there are shambles. Hanover, that is. I mean, Hearth Berlin pulling up something like that, it's just like, wow. You can't score wow. against you them. Wow, you just shake your head, and they're like, how? How yeah. do you do that? But, well. <laughs> yeah, this is a must-win weekend. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of... Look, uh, in the meantime, Hearthrug Berlin, like, had been losing to Dort... I mean, they lost to Dortmund in spectacular fashion, got blitzed by Leipzig, lost 2-1 to one at home to Dusseldorf, you know, and it seems nice at that point we're really out uh, for Paul Daudai. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, look, if you want to look back at the Bundesliga season... Like they were doing so good. Do you remember when they took on Bayern Munich at home and they won two 0 Yeah, yeah, they were lights out at the it beginning of the season. An eternity ago, but they, <laughs> it was. But in the mean, <laughs> yeah, in their last six matches, they have earned a point, a single solitary point at home to Hanover. <laughs> to End Hanover. of the Iron Tract needs to. Not just win, but kick their freaking ass. Yeah, yeah. We need to we need to bring out the guns early and let the buffalo run, and then and then just pull uh, them all let, off. Yep, exactly. Let pull them the let them rest off. a little bit. Look, they've conceded at least two goals in the last three away matches. Woof. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, thankfully uh, for us, Paciencia is around because I think we would have a problem up front if. If you know, as Alair is still injured, and that's becoming more more questionable as the weeks go by, what the hell's actually going on? But um, yeah, if Paciencia wasn't up there, what what would we be doing? I don't know. Mm, kind of wondering questions how uh, things will be. Look, we'll be able to win the aerial duels. I mean, there's no real super very strong points to Hertha's game. Uh, we're better at aerial duels than them. We're gonna be able to, uh, d- you know, they they've made comebacks before, but let's be honest, they're like a sitting duck right now. They yeah. are there for the taking, and let's be honest, uh, they're not a team that's gonna be very good at taking the ball away from us. And the Eindracht has to take the ball to them. And look, at the end of the day, we're it is all about us just putting them away right and i don't i don't think that there's anything else that needs to be said yeah we're so. gonna ragdoll them i think <laughs> <laughs> here's hoping here's hoping that being said nathan i think it's time to make our predictions known uh what are you predicting for our match against hertha three nil dry two nil Oof. <laughs> Uh, I think that the Eintracht get up to a 2-0 lead at the end Sink of the that first boat. half. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for anyone who doesn't realize that uh, that is a reference toward Hertha Berlin. Uh, I guess the, the, the name of Hertha was the name of a boat. And they named the club Hertha, BSA. <laughs> and uh, the rest is uh, history. Yeah. <laughs> As they say. So, yeah, I think that the Eintracht will get up to... Uh, 2-0 lead, we'll pull off, guys, 
at the 60 somethingth minute like in like we'll use all three of our substitutions before the 70th minute and i think that the eintracht will be able to knock in another a goal if not two but i am gonna say a three one because i think randomly hertha will score one you're just kind of like yeah whatever yeah <laughs> it won't matter at the end of the day so he had nathan you have three nil i have three one that being said uh you can contact the show at hef pod on twitter you can email the show that is hey i'm track frankfurt at gmail.com follow us on facebook that is facebook.com slash hef pod we'll also uh put it out do a post out there kind of listing off our predictions so that you can also make your own predictions there uh that being said nathan where can we find you in the social media landscape of the world you can find me at on Twitter at N-A-J-A-K-W-A. And you can follow me, Brian Sanders, at KCSGE. So from all of us here at Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, and if you're looking to follow the Eintracht on uh, TV, it should be said that the Eintracht fans always are able to find a stream, whether it be uh, legal or illegal. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yes, so... Uh, for this week, uh, the Eintracht will be facing Hertha Berlin and with Fox Soccer Broadcasting. Uh, we are going to be on Fox Deportes in the United States of America. We did not get the uh, any of the English language stuff there. So, you know, can't, uh, yeah, indeed. So uh, if you were in Australia, that is BN Sports Connect or KO Sports uh, Canada Sports Sportsnet World Now or Sportsnet Now. You can follow us uh, on TV in Germany. That is Sky Sports Bundesliga 1 and Sky Sports Bundesliga 3. Uh, in addition to that is the United States where, like I said, Fox Soccer Match Pass is a subscription that you can get which will stream the match is yourself. You can try. You can sign up for a free trial there uh in it or and then continue on or just stick with just that one and uh i think it lasts for a week if uh memory serves and of course you can follow mm-hmm. us on fox deportes uh for that being said thanks for listening to episode 93 of hey eintracht frankfurt we enjoyed bringing this to you as much as being a part of the eintracht frankfurt community uh from all of us here cheers cheers Hey, I'm Frankfurt, sha la 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 Hey, I'm Frankfurt, sha la 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 la